What's up, folks? Episode 11, MMA Lock Talk. August 18th, so uh, I can't believe we're already 11 episodes into this thing. Like I said yesterday, I can't believe that we're 10 episodes into this thing, but the snowball is rolling. We're getting bigger and bigger. Appreciate all the love. Appreciate all the support. Appreciate everybody coming out. The usual suspects in the chat. Love you guys. Uh, I Maybe half an hour ago, I just got off recording with Eric Nixick of Extreme Couture. He gave me his take on this weekend's main event. Also gave me his pick for the coach's main event marathon. Um, I believe I'll be recording with Santino DeFranco as well uh, in a couple hours here. Um, yeah. Looking forward to uh, talking to Santino as well. I always enjoy chopping it up with that guy. So I think I'll have at least two of those guys doing the coaches main event marathon this week. I'm trying to lock down uh, Cody Donovan as well, but the guy seems to be a little bit locked up. But at least we get two of these big coaches, not to mention fighter, fighters only coach of the year nominee, Eric Nixick. So it's, it's always fun talking to him. It's it's a real treat. And honestly, like it, it's still so surreal to me that I'm able to do these types of things, right? Create this type of content and have people watch it and have people support it. And then just sitting, you know, here and and talking to Eric Nixick, a guy who's like, the coach of the heavyweight champion, the coach of some of the biggest fighters and best fighters inside the UFC. Like I would never have thought of this five years ago, six years ago. And I just always wonder to myself, like, how did I get here? How did I get to this point where I'm just dropping content as much as I do dropping the quality of content that I normally do. And like, it, it just seems to me like once I set my mind to something, I just end up doing it. Like, I'm not saying that I'm on autopilot by any means, but it feels like I just fucking do it. That It's as simple as that. Like, I can't believe that it it's, it's coming down to being as easy as that. But it, it took a lot of work to get here, right? It took a lot of work to get respected and, and get the reputation that I have and have the connections that I have and, you know, making all these other connections as well and then slowly building network, the network that I've had. So um, I love it. You know, I I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, it, it's it's all really coming together for me. Just gotta continue to stay consistent, keep dropping content, keeping that reliable mofo that you guys can bank on to see pretty much every single day, right? Like every day, I'm dropping content. That's what it is. Um. Yeah. So it, it was just more of a surreal moment for me as Eric Nixick's breaking the fight down for me. I'm just like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Um, yeah. All right. Let's see what the chat is saying. Let me just wet the whistle real quick and then we'll get into it. Reminder for folks as well, propping you up at 5 p.m. Eastern. So I won't be able to do the exact hour for this show. Um, I know I started like two or three minutes after four o'clock. So I'll probably ended off, you know, two or three minutes before five o'clock, just so I can get into the other stream with Cody and then we can get prepared for propping you up. But uh, yeah, propping you up 5 p.m. Eastern over on the All-Star. Make sure you guys come through for that as well. Uh, and then I'll be uh, editing the coaches main event marathon 
uh, episode later this evening and dropping that hopefully tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, a ton to do. I'm almost done my best bets and props article as well. Um, it's pretty much more than half complete. I just updated it again on the Patreon. I have one, two, three, four, five more write-ups to do after this. So um, after propping you up, I'll likely do that first to get that up on the Patreon. Uh, do the Lock of the Night and Dog of the Night challenge updates, which I still haven't done. I did the $500 Dog of the Night challenge update, but I still got to do the rest of them. Yeah. This week's just felt so goddamn long and so much goddamn work, too. Uh, yeah. All right, let's see what the chat is saying here. Elijah on Dream in the chat saying, Bing bong. Love it as always. Tristan in the chat as well. Appreciate you, my friend. He's saying, I'm a fan of Khalid Taha since he speaks German. You think he has a chance against Taylor Lapalus September 3rd? He's already a plus 240 dog. Wow. Um, I do not think he wins that fight. I think Taylor Lapalus likes a great... <clears throat> Excuse me. Likely grinds him out, similar to what Sergey Morozov was able to do to against Kali Taha. I'll always be forever thankful for the masses for making Kali Taha a slight favorite in that fight, which gave me underdog odds on Sergey Morozov. And you know, people just weren't privy to Morozov, right? Like he had that loss to uh, Umer Nurmagomedov in his UFC debut, but he was much better than what we saw that night. Obviously, you know. He fumbled the bag against Douglas Silva Diondraj for me earlier this year. I think he picked up another win actually in that time. I want to say it was against Halin Paiva. Let me just pull this up here. Um, yeah, he beat Halin Paiva by decision, but he was a dog against Kali Taha. But yeah, uh, Taylor or yeah, Taylor Lapalus could just uh, go in there and use that Sergey Morozov approach. He's big, he's strong, he has good wrestling, and the only way Khalid really wins is if he finds that knockout. So, yeah. Elevate in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Elijah on Dream saying, uh, doing the whole bobbity boop dop dop. I'm not, I'm not singing that. I apologize, but I love it. Asher Quinn in the chat. Good morning to you, my friend. Asha Quinn saying Biggie versus Dacus. Yeah, that just got announced. Um, like I lean Dacus ever so slightly, but I think that Biggie boy eventually finds that chin and puts him out. Will be dependent on whether that's a four or a three rounder or a five rounder. If it's a five rounder, I'd lean Biggie boy a little bit more, but I think at a certain point, he's going to be able to catch that chin. Lajuan Dream saying, hope Dacus don't get knocked out three times in a row. It's possible. Excuse me. It's absolutely possible. Seth Jones in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. BP asking, always with the predictions. Uh, saying Pete Dead Game Rodriguez defeats Mike Jackson. Yes. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if he's in a bettable range, though. Problem kid saying, What did Eric have to say? Uh, well, you guys are just gonna have to wait and find out on the coach's main event marathon. <laughs> Again, that episode will probably drop tonight or tomorrow afternoon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But Great breakdowns as always from that guy. Love chatting it up with him. Feel like me and him are boys at this point in time, but I love talking to him. Juice Barrett saying thoughts on Costa versus Rockhold. Fight won't go the distance. I like it, but I think a lot of that actually Rockhold has finishing upside as well. So I don't want to say it's just on the Costa side, but yeah, I think Costa knocks him out, but I like the fight doesn't go to decision. BP saying love that you are doing this regularly. Appreciate it, my friend. 
Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Lajron Dream saying, when's Coach Main Event dropping tomorrow? Probably tomorrow. I'm going to do my best to push it out tonight. It all depends on when I'm going to be able to record with uh, Santino DeFranco. Santino's actually in uh, in Utah right now. He is going to be cornering Luis Saldana. So uh, it all depends on when I'm going to be able to get him on the horn to record. He said he'll be able to do it at some point this evening. So depends on that. If I can get it early enough and then I can get it edited, it will be tonight. Otherwise, it will be tomorrow afternoon. BP asking thoughts on Cub versus Martinez. Eileen Martinez, but Cub has that power to, to touch that chin of Martinez, which has been a little bit suspect at this time, right? So uh, lean is Martinez, but I want to see what the odds are first before I make an official prediction. Uh, Seth Jones saying thanks for the picks last week. I bet that Boudet fire had you sweating and laughing at the end, bro. I bad bet, right? Bad bet, but it hit. So thankful that it hit, but uh, yeah, definitely got to be wary about those types of things. Glad you're able to cash there, but fuck, way too close. Lazarus Dream saying Nick's gonna give us some Mystic Max shit like he did last main event. I predict these things. We'll see. Yeah, Amanda Nunes last time. Uh, he is also atop the leaderboard in the coaches main event challenge. He's the only coach in the green right now. <laughs> He's gone four and three so far for a six percent ROI. James Krause right behind him at minus $89, but we'll see if he can end up pulling off the upset. And he is, you know, I don't want to reveal it as of yet, but he is taking an underdog as his pick for this card. Uh, BP saying also you want to pour you to beat Edson. I checked that. Edson will have a six inch reach and four inch height advantage. Ah, if Edson's a big dog, I'd consider him in this spot. Um, if it's closer to a pick, I might lean to Poria. But like, you got to believe to is going to be able to get him to the ground and just rough him up on the mat. The, the question is, can he do that consistently? Because Edson's tough to get out of there, right? If he can't get Edson out of there, Edson's live to make a comeback later in this fight. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what the odds are. Great fight, though. I love it. Corey Ipo saying, Luke Rockhold is lock. Wow. I'm not betting Paulo. But I think that's a big statement there. Matthew Yurka saying, you could pass as Eugene Behrman's brother. Uh, I think it's the beard. It's probably just the beard. <laughs> Elevate saying, Juice better... Uh, those odds don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Let's go the distance. I struggle to imagine either one dropping down and out. I think Costa puts his out, puts him out. Lazarus Dream saying, "You know what that song is, though, right?" I don't know. Rapper's delight. Is that what it is? Where? Let me let me read that again real quick because I don't recall what it is. Bob da Bing da bang diggy 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 said the book. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like totally butchering it. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the song, but bomb diddy bang da bang da bang biggie biggie. Da yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> oh, making me look like a complete idiot. I love it though. I do remember that. Uh, MPTV saying. Uh, sorry here. MPTV saying Dawkins brothers need to train at a more prolific gym. Yeah, I can see that would be good. Mr. Always profit in the chat. What's good in the hood, my friend? 
asking Dawkins or Biggie Boy. I'm going to lean with Biggie Boy because I think he'll eventually land that big chin or land that big shot. Uh, Lajon Dream saying Seth Jones, the hockey player. I don't even know there's a name or a hockey player named Seth Jones to begin with. Corey Yupo saying, imagine a dude with white power tattooed on his chest. Mike Jackson is a clown. Does he have white power tattooed on his chest? What am I missing here? Uh, Elevate saying, Manpreet Locke, do you believe we have any chance of seeing Leonard Woods be the only one to tap Kamaru out? And even then, only drawing that one loss out of two fights or three if a trilogy occurs. I don't see him tapping uh, Kamaru. I'd be surprised if he taps Kamaru. He is, you know, a little bit more proficient in the grappling than a lot of people give him credit for. So I think we'll see him, you know, be somewhat competitive in the grappling realm a little bit, like maybe more so off of his back in terms of nullifying how much damage Kamaru can get on, uh, get off on from on top. But I'd be surprised if he if he taps him. Uh, Lajon Dream saying, do you think Usman Edwards goes the distance? I think more likely than not, it does go the distance. I was kind of playing with the whole... Um, I was playing with the whole uh, Usman round four or five decision prop at minus 155, but like props really haven't been my strongest suit as of late. So staying off it just due to lack of confidence, but I do think that fight goes to decision and Usman wins by decision. Mr. Always prophesying you're not sold on Tapuria. I, I like the kid, man. I've been on Tapuria, you know, like even in his Cage Warriors day. I remember I cashed a solid ticket on him against Brian Buland. Like, I've known about Tapuria for so long, and I think he is the truth, but I want to see him continue to go out there and prove it at the highest level. You know, I'm wondering, like, if like we saw him, you know, not struggle against Zalal, but we did see him start to slow down in that fight, right? And he did take down Short Norris, so let's give him the benefit of the doubt, but now he's taken the toughest test to date. And not to mention, he almost fumbled the bag last time against Jared Herbert. So Tapuria could be the goods, but similar to David Onama, you know, everybody was riding to the betting window last week at the parlay him. Let's see him tested against legit guys. Jai Herbert, is he a legit guy? Who else has Ilya Tapuria beat? Again, I'm not trying to detract from his skill set. The guy is very talented. He has a very bright future. He's only 25 years old, so he has a ton of time to still grow and become better. But Ryan Hall, knockout. Jay, Damon Jackson, knockout. Jai Herbert, knockout. These are all guys with durability issues, right? The Zalal fight, again, gets gets kind of close the later that that fight goes. If Edson can stay in it, he can make it a close fight, in my opinion. Elevate saying, obviously, we all must understand that, that it's speculative nature. Either way it goes, I agree. Ajahn Dream saying, Def going to take Paulo for DraftKings lineup, though. Might even throw Rockhold in one just in case. He could. He could burn it. Lajon Dream saying no. <laughs> Ashikwin saying, oh my fucking God. <laughs> Matthew Yurka saying, cost of first round KO with Edwards by decision plus 29.40 worth a small unit. Not to me, but good luck, my friend. I like the first part of it, not so much the Edwards by decision. <laughs> PTV saying, get it, bad pre bars. Lajon Dream saying, if you didn't know the song and read that, it would be confusing for sure. Exactly. Tyler Rose saying, still can't believe Aldo is plus money. I'm right there with you, my friend. I'm waiting to see how much higher that line gets because I will pull the trigger on him. I'm just waiting for my entry point. Uh, Asher Quinn saying, neither, but I get the Marab hype. Yes. And, you know, again, we, we see it a lot is hype plays into odds. But hype does nothing for you inside the cage. BP saying, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Jared Van Dera prediction. Ah. 
Like I always give Vander the benefit of the doubt because he's one of those heavyweights that can throw volume and and stay, you know, with a decent pace. He didn't throw that volume against Andre Olovsky, you know, that that small poke that I took on him in that fight. But like I could see him touch up Cortez Acosta from the outside because Waldo might have a little bit of challenges in terms of throwing output. I don't know. That that's gonna be a toss-up fight for me. It'll be more odds based in terms of my prediction there. I do lean Waldo Cortez Acosta slightly, but Jared Vandera, you know, I think people are going to start writing him off so quickly, especially with the way he's been losing his last couple of fights. But we got to give him some credit. Uh Dream saying it's Bawit um, Daba by Kid Rock. Yeah. Damn. What a classic. <laughs> Lazarus Dream saying Seth Jones plays for the Columbus Blue Jackets and his dad Popeye Jones played for Denver Nuggets back in the day. Wow. Hockey and basketball family. Not often you see that in the Canadian side of things. Asher Quinn saying he has black power tattooed on him and this city is trying to call Mike Jackson racist. Can't comprehend that saying white power and black power are very different. I don't want to get into this whole race discussion. Let's not do that. I, I get what you mean. You know, I mean, it's the same thing as like what came Velasquez having the brown pride tattoo across his chest. Totally different things. Um, let's see. Uh, Tristan saying, would you take Leon over Kobe and Hamzat over Kobe? Uh, I would take Kobe over Leon. And depending on odds, I would consider Kobe over Hamzat as well. I think Kobe's the number two guy. I really do. He's pretty much Kamar Usman. Just with not as much punching power. Huey Hoopin sang favorite Drake song. I really like the end of March 14th. Uh, I don't know that March 14th song, but I do love uh, November 18th. I think that's his track. That's the track that he has. Let me just quickly pull that up. But that's probably one of my favorite tracks from him of all time. Yeah, Drake, November 18th. Way back from So Far Gone. It's probably my favorite Drake track. Mr. Always Prophet saying White Connell versus Riddell is fire. Riddell should win. It should be a Riddell win. I'm not sure about that, man. White Connell's tough. If his durability holds up, I like me some uh, White Connell there, to be honest. Large One Dreams saying, I think I'm going to sprinkle Edwards split decision. Plus 2,000. Hard not at that price, just in case. Probably not likely for Edwards UD to UD Kamaru. Well, it comes down to the judges, right? Like how shaky are the judges going to be on that? Still think Usman winning, though. I agree. Ash Quinn saying there's going to be a good chance to fade to Poirier soon. Jai Herbert's actually pretty good, but I don't know if Poirier cracks top 10 at lightweight. He has the potential to crack top 10, but I just need him to go out there and continue to prove it. That's the difference. Ash Quinn saying, oh, is Tapiri back down to featherweight? I think it's down. I think he's back down to featherweight. He's been jumping back and forth, right? But yeah, I believe this fight with uh, Edson Barboza is going to be, yes, it is featherweight. It's an interesting card, right? October 29th. They don't have a headliner, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's Barboza and Taporia. This, this is the card so far. Take this in. Uh, Barboza, Taporia, Arlovsky, Hajerio de Lima, Jacoby versus Roundtree, Garcia versus Hooper, Junyun Park against Joseph Holmes. Hope we get a good line on Park there. Uh, the aforementioned Vandura versus Cortez Acosta. 
Clayton Rodriguez versus Vinicius Salvador. That's a phenomenal fight. Uh, Roman Delize versus Phil Haas. Christian Rodriguez versus Garrett Armfield. Very much excited for that fight. Max Griffin versus Tim Means. And then Mark O. Madsen versus Dracar Close. Interesting fight there between a fight-ready guy and an MMA lab guy. So, interested to see how that one plays out. Oh, Corey Yipo says... Uh, to pour you is the real deal. Could be. Elevate saying thanks. Agreed to it. Slim Pickens it definitely is. MPTV saying wedding cake strain is my favorite, guys. <laughs> Problem kids saying you can't bet Luke against anyone right now. LOL, bad idea. I don't know. Again, at the odds you're getting, it's not a bad bargain. Problem kids saying and Paulo is in stupid shape for this fight. Like if it was evens, then okay, then I get the Paulo Costa side, but. We have to take odds into consideration. With all that said, though, I think Costa still knocks him out. Lazron <laughs> Dream saying, I'm not betting Luke, but I might put him in a DraftKings lineup just in case. He's going to be low on, and if Rockhold can Paulo, put Paulo on his back, it could be interesting. I agree. He is the far more skilled fighter here. It's all about uh, whether he can actually... Uh, survive the big power that's going to be coming his way. Juice better saying, I put in a parlay with Costa and Kamaru. I'm pretty confident in those two. Also sprinkled on Usman probably with Rockhold Costa, no distance. To me, there are better parlay pieces than Costa on this card. More surefire spots than Costa. Because again, everybody is just honing in on Costa by knockout, which is true, right? Like that is the likely outcome. That's what I'm predicting. But you can't overlook the skill set of Rockhold. Like, if his chin holds up here, if he nullifies the power that uh, Costa can actually land, he probably styles on Costa himself. The guy is still that skilled. Corey Ipo saying they're both in crazy shape. Just Luke is way bigger. Yeah, Luke has always been one of the one guy that's always been in amazing shape. Ash Quinn saying, yeah, Romanov's odds are juiced for future value. There you go. Jervander is the Rudy of the UFC, all heart, no talent. There you go. Paizo DFS saying, what up, Locke? Did you see the news about Cedric Dumbe being removed from the UFC? Any idea what happened? What I know for a fact is that they tried matching him up for UFC Paris, um, but apparently, you know, you have to have within three or four fights worth of experience compared to your opponent, and he just doesn't have that in MMA, so they have to find him a different opponent. And also, if I'm not mistaken, they ended up moving it to a different card but they still ended up cutting him from the UFC. So I'm not entirely sure what happened there. Maybe they're just having issues with commissions in terms of trying to get him fights. But he would have been a great addition to the UFC, man. Bummer that it's not going to happen. Elijah Kramer saying Paulo's grappling is overlooked, I think. I think Rockhold is much better on the ground, though. West Coast saying race is overused. Again, I don't want to get into that. I shouldn't even be answering those questions, honestly. Uh, Lazarin Dream, yeah, Popeye got the hookup with Avalanche when he was in Denver and started skating with the NHL as, as a kid. Makes sense. Corey Ipo saying, Khabib can't take Luke down in practice. I don't think Costa will get close. Let's not forget the significant size difference between Luke and Khabib as well. MPTV, with exactly what I'm saying, I come to escape from politics. Exactly. Marcus Williams in the chat. Appreciate the love, my friend, saying, who are your leading candidates for 2022 male and female MMA fighter of the year? Ooh, good question. Um, 
if Francis fought again and he had won, I think you could make a good argument for him, especially with the performance that he had against Cyril Gaon earlier this year. Alexander Volkanovsky, got to be male fighter of the year, right? He continues to go out there and cement himself as one of the best fighters ever. Kamar Usman might have a solid case for it as well. If I'm not mistaken, this is going to be Kamar Usman's third fight of the year. Am I wrong on that? Um, oh, no, sorry. He fought, what am I talking about? He fought Kobe Covington last year. Last year, he had three fights. That's where I was getting confused. He had three fights last year. Uh, this will be his first fight of this year. So I think he's out of the running just because he's not uh, active enough. I think you got to give it to Alexander Volkanovsky in terms of male. In terms of female, do we give it to Amanda Nunes? You know, she's only had one fight, but she came back and reclaimed her th throne. Um, Shevchenko, I wouldn't say. Uh, maybe Wally Zhang. Carla Esparza. She goes out there, gets a couple wins, and, you know, wins the title. Did she win more than once this year? Let's see. Um, yeah, she only fought the one time this year. She is defending her title in November, so she could make a case for herself if she beats Wally Zhang. Yeah, those are who I'd say. Good question, my friend. Mr. Always Profit saying, going to take Mirab minus 130, just 1.3 to win one. Nothing crazy as tape doesn't show much, but I think Mirab pace is too much high altitude, and he has proven to get takedowns nonstop even when his control sucks. That is correct, but it is going to come down to how much damage he's going to be able to inflict. If he can inflict damage on Aldo, then I get it. But I think that Aldo, you know, I think he'll be able to continuously get up. And I think he's going to be the one landing the damage here. So I'm waiting to see the number that we get on Aldo as the fight week goes on. But I'll likely be taking a shot on him here. Jeff K saying Usman with no power. That is correct. He has no power. <laughs> Problem kids saying in my second MMA fight, I was supposed to walk out to future and ended up walking out to ACDC. Somehow, how does one confuse those two? Crazy. Remember the, uh, it was Rory McDonald. I don't know if you guys know this story, but he unveiled it on the MMA hour. You know, one of his last couple of appearances on that show. But he talked about how someone managed to get a hold of the UFC and act like he was the guy telling the UFC what walkout song Rory McDonald wanted to come out to. And one of the one of the shows, he ended up coming out to a Disturbia by Rihanna. And he's like walking around, he goes, I didn't pick this song, but whatever, I'll just fucking roll with it. Like, hilarious that that used to happen. Um, and I didn't know you were an MMA fighter, my friend. Let us know what your, uh, if you don't mind, let us know what your name is. I would love to see... Again, whether you're a good fighter or a bad fighter, I'm not trying to shit on you whatsoever, but I would love to see your career or at least see who you actually are. Uh, Ashley Quinn saying, if Edwards, Edwards wins by decision, it's either split or a 50-45. I don't know about a 50-45. You, know, you think he wins all five rounds? I'd be surprised. MPTV saying, I want to sprinkle something on Hunsaker. I've been talking so much trash about him. I think I jinxed Tyson. Uh, hey, you can do much worse than round one TKO at plus 2200, right? Uh, Lars on Dreams, right? Um, Ashquin saying that's the nature of challengers winning title fights. I think most of the time a challenger loses a split, though, exception being Davison with the knockdowns. Uh, again, if we're getting into that conversation about you need to 
beat the champion to be the champion. I'm not having that discussion because I think that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> Seth Jones saying, yeah, I'm not that Seth Jones. My luck runs dry. <laughs> Uh, Sansons Boulevard in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Uh, West Coast saying uh, Edwards has no chance, only luck. I agree. Uh, maybe not luck. I think he is skilled, but I think he's going to struggle in terms of finding much success in this fight. Uh, Lajon Dream saying LMAO, I bet, kind of like when Mike Perry walked out to Halo by Beyonce when it was supposed to be Halo from the video game. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Could you imagine coming out to Halo? Fucking miss Halo. Uh Jones saying you think Usman's knees will be a problem. I know he says knee I know he says his knees are shot. I think eventually they're gonna come back and bite him in the ass, but as of right now, I think he'll be fine. Problem kids saying one of the athletic commission guys came up and I was like, This is you, you have to go. I was like the hell it is <laughs> that's hilarious we sports saying such jones or at such jones he's been dealing with knee issues for nearly his whole career i don't think it will affect him now in the cage eventually it will affect him due to his age right he's getting up there in age two 35 years old um i don't know whether it's gonna happen um i don't know whether it's gonna happen this fight i don't think it will but i think eventually it will catch up to him William Drander saying, what you eat today? I haven't honestly eaten much at all today. Water. I had a shake, like a, like a fruit shake, fruit smoothie that I usually make in the mornings. That's about it. Ash Quinn saying, do you think Adesanya, it's Adesanya if he KOs Pereira? Uh, that's not a bad look. I could see Adesanya actually getting male fighter of the year. Yeah, exactly. Alternately, if it's Pereira KOing Adesanya, it'll be him. Exactly. I think it could come down to that. It's either Volkanovski or one of those two guys. Asher Quinn saying, Women's Fighter of the Year will be Molly McCann, especially if she beats Blanchfield. I doubt it. They usually reserve it for like the champions, right? People winning at a super high level. And I'd, I'd be surprised if Molly McCann ends up being fucking Women's Fighter of the Year. Jeez Louise, what world are we in? Uh, Olajuwon Dream saying so torn on whether to put Aldo or Marab in my lineup. Marab is like the the cash king when it comes to to DraftKings, right? The guy just goes out there and just puts up numbers even in losses. So I think Marab would be the more liable one on the DraftKings side of things. Uh, probably kid remembers that as well. Mahler one three eight saying I'm playing four lineups to a piece, and same with the De Silva fight and Arici Lang. Sansons, uh, sorry, you guys are talking amongst yourself, which is completely fine. Chronic combat conversations in the chat. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, problem kids saying, Danny, problem kid stubs. My last fight was actually a round one tap due to injury, not a round two stoppage. I had torn my rotator cuff and bicep in practice and didn't put out. Bad idea. Are you still fighting? Are you still intending on continuing your MMA career? Or are you pretty much calling it? Just pulling you up here on a topology, if you don't mind. Amateur fighter. I completely get that out of Beckley, West Virginia. Two and one amateur record. 
lost via guillotine choke in round two, but you are saying that was due to injury. I completely understand that. But two decision wins in your first two fights, not bad. That's a while ago, eh? Uh, 2018 was your last fight. 2019, supposed to go down, but that fight never took place. Are you intending on continuing your fighting career? You are now 27. Let us know. You might be gaining some fans here by being a regular in here as well. Boob saying, I don't get the Tybura backings. Romanov is going to manhandle him. It's never that easy. It never is that easy. Tabura is his toughest test to date. He can make things very difficult. Problem Kids saying, I won the state championships here in Jiu-Jitsu in my state. Uh, I won an ADCC amateur national qualifier as well. So technically, a low-level national champion, I guess. Not bad. Good shit, my friend. MPTV saying they have Halo, the arcade game, at Dave & Buster's. Do they have those in Canada? We do have a Dave & Buster's up here. There's not many. Um, our equivalent would be Palladium. But uh, yeah, I, it's been a while since I've been to Dave & Buster's. Now that I'm thinking about it, not a bad date idea for the wife. I don't think I've ever taken her to Dave & Buster's. I think she'd enjoy that. Thank you for reminding me about that. Marab, or sorry, uh, Mr. Always Profit saying, you remember the Simone and Marab fight? Man, Marab should be on a huge win streak. That shit was stupid. He beat Simone and got robbed versus Sainz. Yeah, he should He should have a better record than he currently has, right? Very weird uh, situation in those couple fights that he's had where he's taken L's. Problem Kids saying, I trained, I, I trained under George Euler and uh, George Gurgel, Team SAS. Shout out to George Gurgel. Or George Gurgel. If anybody recognizes that name, you are a true OG. Ashquin saying, we're in the world of pop culture and Barstow Sports. Exactly. Degenerate. Digital media, right? Is that what it is? Boob saying, Carlos Barzo going to win Women's Fighter of the Year after that epic win against Rose. Could you imagine? <laughs> I did end up going with Marab, but kind of want Aldo to win. I think Aldo will win. Um... Asher Quinn saying they're not awarded by the UFC. Yes, it is uh, fighters only. So it's like a magazine or something that does it. Muller138 is on Santos. Not a bad dog. You know what I mean? I do think that... I do think that line is a little bit wide. I'd rather be backing Gordon as an underdog. You know, I'm not I'm not high on on parlaying him at chalk here, but I still do think Gordon ends up winning. Problem kids saying yes, I definitely want to continue. And I'm actually 26. I do music professionally right now, but I'm too passionate about fighting to not get back at it. Nice. Well, keep us posted. We'll be happy to uh promote your fights and see if we can get some uh love around you as well on the social medias and stuff. As you support me, I shall support you. Appreciate it. Betting Prodigy in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by for the last 20-ish minutes of the chat. Again, top of the hour, I'll be going live with Cody for propping you up on the All-Star. So make sure you guys tune into that as well. Rips and picks in the chat. What's good luck? Got the day off. Hitting the pen and breaking down fights. Easy vibes over here. I love it. I fucking love it. MPTV saying, uh, yep. You can play and drink games. Like Mappy said, it's a good date night. Yes. It's an arcade for adults, pretty much. Again, I think Canadians 
at least for Canada, our equivalent was Palladium, unless that was just something that's only here in the Toronto area. But uh, yeah, Dave & Buster's only has that one location here in Toronto. I'm not sure if there's many other in Canada. <coughs> what are your thoughts on Santos and Gordon fight doesn't go to decision? I took it this morning at plus 120. I, I think it's more so reliant on a Santos finish. I think we'll see Gordon kind of play it safe and and stay away from the big power of Santos, stay away from the jiu-jitsu of Santos. I think Gordon grinds it out. Plus money, I don't mind, though, because I can see finishing opportunities for both guys, more so on the Santos side, but I do lean more so the fight to go to decision. No time. Saying, what's up, Locke? Had to swing and throw your the props. Appreciate the love. I think he means by throwing me a like as well. If you guys haven't hit that like, make sure you guys do it below. And if you haven't uh, subscribed either, make sure you guys hit that subscribe too. Uh, Sansons Boulevard saying better underplay to Silva Alt Moreno or Abazi versus Fraud. I really like the under in the uh, the Silva and Alt Morano fight. I do like it. Lajon Dream saying Jared Gorn's comments about him fighting were super weird. I didn't hear them. Please let me know what they were. Problem Kids saying one of my old teammates, Sarah Flowers, is a pretty big women's MMA prospect. Look her up. Brother, she's a savage. She will likely be in the UFC. And thank you to everyone. Y'all are badasses. Uh, Sarah Flowers. I feel like I've heard that name before. Let's pull her up real quick. Sarah She-Hulk Flowers. She definitely looks like a Hulk on her topology page. 3-0. and uh, What is that? Two finishes via ground and pound, and then one by decision. And she's competed twice this year already, so good shit. I'll be keeping my eyes out on her. I, I love hearing about fighters before they make it big, right? That's why I really enjoyed when I was a part of the regional scene a lot more up here in, in Toronto and like the Southern Ontario region. Like I loved it. I loved working for regional shows. I loved working the amateur scene. You know, I loved coaching guys uh, on the amateur scene over there in uh, Montreal. It's fun, fun times. I, I kept telling you guys, like I, I always bring it up whenever I break down Charles Jordan fights, but I saw this guy fighting as an amateur in a fucking, you know, community rec hall in a native reserve in Montreal like 10 plus years ago. Um, saw his brother as well. I saw Marc-Andre Barrio competing on, the, on that scene as well. Super fun seeing these guys super earlier in their career. I was on Dream saying, I don't think there's Dave and Buster's in Manitoba. I wouldn't expect there to be one in uh, Manitoba. Uh, Problem kids saying never been to DMBs. Looks lit though. It is fun. What's Boy Yan saying here? Nobody cares you smoke. You don't need to constantly bring it up. Okay. Why, why you got to be the Debbie Downer here? You know, this is a smoke free environment. This is uh, not a smoke free environment. Smoke, uh, smoking environment. You guys can say it that way too. <laughs> don't got to be the Debbie Downer by uh, trying to rip on dudes. Uh, no time saying facts. Smash that like. Yes. Boyan, I'll give you that warning to not be the Debbie Downer. You can get those out, but that's about it. 
uh, MPTV saying Manpreet not to plug Dave and Buster's, but they have this virtual reality Star Wars game that looked really cool. It's fuck last DMB plug. Do, do you own a franchise or something like that? Is that why you keep talking about DMB now? <laughs> but no, I'll look to I'll look to go to um, DMB in the next couple weeks. Take the wife out for a dinner night, date night. Paizo saying it seems like a live betting opportunity. Gordian might be the best way to play that. If he's still going after a round, uh, he's probably grinding out the decision or third round finish. Yes. But are we 100% certain that Gordon will lose the first round? But again, I see your approach. I don't want to play him pre-flop. Maybe the live entry is better if you can get a better line on him there. Uh, Problem Kid saying she's just dominated a girl from Josh Parisian's gym. What what is Parisian's gym anyway? <laughs> but I get what you mean. Gordon was saying he doesn't get fulfillment from MMA and it brings him depression and his and anxiety, but he goes on to say it's still his passion. Super interesting. Weird. That's a guy that's been through a whole lot of shit, right? A guy that battled addiction, all that type of stuff. So I could see him having that type of approach to MMA as well. But it's also paying his bills at the end of the day. So he's better, he better be taking it seriously. Uh, Sanson saying he's always had some mental problems throughout his whole career, hasn't he? He has. Muller138 saying my friend fought Josh Parisian back in 2012-2013. Wow. I love how involved you guys are with the MMA scene. Absolutely amazing. Lodge on Dream saying, yeah, we just got a couple Popeyes in the two main cities here, so that's a big deal. <laughs> Bro, I remember when Popeyes finally came up here to Canada and, like, the Toronto area. They didn't just come. They fucking blew up here. Like, they came and, and they have fucking locations on every corner now, at least up here where I'm at. Jake asking, what do I think about Romanov Taiburo over one and a half rounds? I'm not a big fan of it. You know, I think that Romanov will get him down, and I think he'll King Kong his way to a victory early in this fight. But I see people trying to be sneaky with those over one and a halfs in heavyweight fights. This could be one of those spots, but I think Romanov gets him down pretty easily here and gets him uh, gets him out of there. I don't. I don't. I would not want to be paying that chalk on it personally. MPTV saying, don't be a Karen. Exactly. Elevate. Snow, smoke neutral environment. That's what I should say. Smoke neutral. <laughs> Wii Sports Matt saying, what's up with all these anti-Wii trolls coming in the streams the last few cards? Hey, this is what it is. People don't like it. Uh, on Dream saying, 420 blaze it, baby. Let's go. Elevate saying, that may be the word for our Karen. Tammy saying, don't hate us on smokers. Muller's saying, I'm a supporter, but just can't smoke anymore, so hold it in a little extra for me. I shall. I shall. Let's see what my guy Boyan is saying here. Lock, I support you, and you know, I know you smoke, but you don't bring it up constantly. Constantly see rips and picks on Twitter, bragging and acting cool because he smokes weed for 20 tag, corny as fuck. Yeah, just let him, let him do their own thing. Does it, does it bug you that much, though? Again, I love you. I appreciate the support, but no need to rag on anybody. There's no need to bring the the negative Nancy vibes with that type of approach. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. That's it. 
The show is prophesying luck has to take a hit since we're talking about smoking. Ah, I can't do it right now. One, I don't have my pen on me. And two, I got way too much to do today to be uh, burning this early in the day. <laughs> I got obviously propping you up in about 15 minutes. Uh, I got a lot of editing to do, some articles to write up. So that's what it is. Jeff K saying, smoking some last breath. It's a Mendo breath cross of some kind for sure. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Narco cop in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Long time no see. Uh, Lajon Dream saying, yeah, Gordon, he said he does this because it gives him a platform to help people. Hmm. Narco saying, killing it per usual on the YT streets. You know how we do, my friend. Uh, Rips and Picks saying, yo, Boyan, hope you're a good dog. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Popeyes. You, you'll eventually get sick of it. Like, it's not going to have that allure that it'll have, like it had originally when it first came to, to Canada. It is what it is. Tammy Singh, Popeyes for the ballers. Ghetto be eating churches. Churches chickens opened up here as well uh, not too long ago. I like me some churches. I do, I do fuck with churches a little bit more. I'll say that. Their biscuits are fire. Straight fire. Mala138 saying, oh, Death Star was my favorite train. Death Star is amazing. You know, Ohio classic. Again, I'm not that much of a connoisseur with the marijuanas. Uh, just give me whatever. As long as it's not bush shit, we good. Uh, problem kids saying, what time are you doing the weigh-in show? Uh, that is up in the air right now. Um, I might as well unveil it to you guys. I'll be having lucrative MMA as my uh, guest for this week. But uh, the wife might have tomorrow off of work. Um, yeah, the wife might have tomorrow off of work, so we might be going out and taking advantage of that, and then it'll depend on that schedule in terms of when we actually do the show. Right now, soft time is 6 p.m. Eastern tomorrow for the weigh-in show, um, but uh, like I said, depends on the wife's schedule and whether we're going to be going out and doing something or not. If we are doing something, then the weigh-in show will be later tomorrow evening. Um, otherwise, it'll be 6 p.m. Eastern if I'm not doing anything with the wife. Tristan Sherrill saying, in my opinion, Chris Dawkins should move down to light heavyweight. If he gets knocks to league again, he might get cut. I don't hate it, right? He was a guy that used to fluctuate around 220, right? So maybe another 15 pounds wouldn't be too bad for him. But we shall see. Uh, Basil Hazelwood saying, what ranked fighters do you think would be underdogs to Bo Nickel if they fought today? Uh, good question. Let me pull up the rankings here real quick. Who would be an underdog that is ranked in the middleweight division to Bo Nickel? <clears throat> All right, middleweights. Let's go from 15 and down. Chris Curtis would probably be an underdog. Brad Tavares. Small underdog. Drake is Suplessis. I can see that being around evens. Uh, Imovov would be an underdog. Gastelum might be an underdog. Munez, I could see being as a slight favorite or even evens there. I think he'd be a, a favorite against Darren Till. Jack Romanson would be evens-ish. Strickland, I think Strickland would be the favorite there. He should be the favorite. Uh, against Alex Pereira, you know, I think he would be the favorite there considering his grappling advantage, right? Yeah, so I think, you know, th there's at least half the rankings that considering his hype, his pedigree, and if he continues to develop the way that he's developing, he could be the favorite against almost 
you know, 75% of that top 15. MPTV saying Dawkins should move down to 205 for sure. I agree. Problem Kid saying burn it up in this motherfucker just not crack. Exactly. West Coast saying Karen Free Chat. That's what I try to hope for here as well. Martin O'Dwyer in the chat. Good day to you, sir. Appreciate you stopping by. Lazon Dream saying, I don't live in the city, so I can't get Popeyes all the time. Ah, I get it. Jeff K saying, fair enough, I used a vacation day. <laughs> Stevie saying, Canes. Not sure what that means, but appreciate you stopping by. Uh, problem Kids saying, just seen Origi Lang was moving up too, so I definitely like Perron even more. Hopefully, Perron can get it done. Tammy Gucci saying, big wings. I love me some wings. Love me some wings. Boob said, I thought Canadians eat Tim Hortons with every meal. <laughs> we do not. We do not. I'm not a big uh, Tim Hortons guy myself, I'll be honest. Um, like, I don't mind it, but like since Starbucks started opening up here over the last, you know, seven, eight years, it's definitely taken over. Tim Hortons, you know, as a Canadian, at a certain point, you're going to start saying it's overrided or overrated, sorry, overrided, overrated. But, uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's just been a while since I've been there. I was on Dream saying we ride our polar bears to the Timmy drive through too. <laughs> don't kill me, bro. I love it. Paizo DFS saying Tim Orange went downhill when Burger King bought them. They suck now. Yeah, it's been a while since I checked it out. Jeff K saying Duncan sucks here too in the States. That's one place I always look to go, right? I think it's because like when you have places that you don't have access to in where you're from, you glorify it so much more, right? Another example is uh, fucking Chick-fil-A just started opening up more locations here in Toronto. I've only had it twice and I still like it very much, but I'm sure as they continue to open up more and it becomes more accessible, I might not have as much of a fantasy type of mindset towards it. Paz was saying, used to be a great Canadian staple though. You're right. Lazarus Dream saying, Timmy's not even Canadian anymore. That is totally true. Boyan, I see that anti, anti love. Just don't be. Come on, don't be, don't be. Uh, okay, uh, this is your last warning. Literally, last warning. Okay, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Gone. <laughs> I gave the guy a chance, right? Was that not fair? I gave the guy a chance, but spamming the chat is rule numero uno. Do not spam the chat. Never spam the chat. Uh, Mr. Always Profit saying pretty fucked you might be getting the tire shot next. I get it, but sucks for Bilal if he wins. Yeah. Well, it's oh fuck. Obviously, Chumav is gonna go out there and starch Nate Diaz, let's be honest. And he'll likely get the title shot after that. But I think what they should do with Bilal, if Bilal beats Sean Brady, set him up for the next title shot after that, right? Set him up for Usman versus Chumayev winner. And Leon Edwards can throw a wrench in all those plans if he wins this weekend, which I hope he doesn't, but. Just remember that. Paizo saying, the only thing I get from Timmy's is a nice cap because that's that is always fired, but don't miss with any of the cooked food anymore. I agree. I don't mind their uh, chocolate creamy chills or whatever they call it. It's been a while since I've had one of those, but actually the strawberry creamy chill. I used to fuck with that a lot. Uh, Basil Hazelwood saying, what do you think slays more puss, Rockhold or Rockhold? I think uh, Rockhold, man. That guy, that guy is an uncontrollable dick, let's be honest. Sanson saying the raps hit different, but they're definitely hit or miss. I used to like their uh I used to like their farmer raps when they used to put the fucking 
the hash brown in the wrap, that was fire. That was fucking fire. Uh, problem kids saying B-dubs wings are so big, but you got to ask for extra sauce. See extra done. They still cluck in when they get to the table. <laughs> I, I haven't been a big fan of Buffalo Wild Wings. Honestly, I haven't. We have a couple locations up here as well. Not a big fan. There's so many other better wings places up here. David Nardo saying best underdog pick for tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow is PFL. I am not privy to the PFL lines as of right now. If you want to talk UFC... Um, I'm leaning Jay Perron. Uh, Paizo saying thoughts on Cowan at 135. Think she could be maybe four to five girls at most. That division sucks. I don't know, man. I don't think she has much of a high ceiling. Like she's going to be one of those girls that just physically imposes her will on opponents, but it's only going to get her so far. I'm looking to fade her if I'm being honest. All right, we're coming down to the last little bit here because I got to wrap it up quickly and get in on the, the live stream with Cody for propping you up on the All-Star. So make sure you guys head on over to the All-Star. Show us some support over there and hop in there. Um, let me just quickly see if there's any questions I can quickly answer for you guys here. And then we're getting out of here. Moise, audio in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. We Sports Canada, we do not have Kane's Chicken here, but I've heard it's pretty damn good. Rips and picks. Don't worry about that guy. He's gone. Backstabber 47 saying, Bilal not taking Brady. So I tend to agree with you pre-tape. We shall see what tape has. Paizo saying, re-glorifying things we don't have. Yeah, Lock, I remember when I was a kid, I glorified cookie crisp cereal because I was shocked you could have cookies in the cereal. Really disappointed when I did have it. There you go. I love it. Um... Sanson saying Mackenzie Dern, you see her at uh, San Diego show? I did not. What did I miss? Uh, hottest active women's MMA fighters right now. Ariane Lipsky is always up there. Um, Baby Shark is up there, as my guy Tristan Sherrill says. Mackenzie, I guess. There's a couple underrated ones that I just can't remember off the top of my head. Y'all are the best. Honestly, I love you guys. All right. Uh, sorry, Tammy Gucci saying, uh, Albazi Figueredo under two and a half. I like it. Haven't played it myself, but I do like it. West Coast saying Alexa Grasso. Yes, I do agree with that one as well. All right. I got to wrap this bitch up. I got to get into propping you up now. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, MMA Lock Talk will be back next Monday, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, as always, Monday through Thursday. I'll be back, like I said, for propping you up in a couple minutes here on the All-Star uh, coach's main event marathon drops either tonight or tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, depending on whenever I can, um, whenever I can get Santiago DeFranco to fucking record with me, which I'm hoping is later this evening. Uh, and then contender series breakdowns coming out on Sunday. I'm going to start breaking down those fights probably tomorrow or the day after that, but I'm hoping to do my stream on Sunday for you guys. Remember no UFC next weekend, but I'll still be doing the MMA lock talk to give you guys some content even during an off week. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to my guy Solar Warden here saying, Megan Anderson, even though she will probably stomp on me, I'd have to agree. I would have to agree. Poliana Vienna, another great shout as well. Love you guys. All right. See you guys over there for propping you up. Remember, it's on the All-Stars channel. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Peace.